It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host in Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. After last week's chat with Carly about conscious eating, I spent the week pondering and practicing her food karma philosophy. Besides putting the kibosh on the vicious eat like shit, feel like shit cycle I was on, I also needed to move my body. So I popped in for a chat in private yoga session with my girlfriend, Leslie Bailey, creator of Namaste Y'all Community Yoga. This is an extremely casual chat with a whole lot of tangents, but at the core is the idea that mindful movement, whole food, breath, laughter, and community are the keys to living a great life. So smoke a bowl of your favorite flower and explore non-traditional ideas for adding yoga to your day. It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one. I don't know that I could do that. Seriously. Oh, that's so cool. Like, he photographed himself in these 900 poses. That's amazing. Could you do that? I can't do that. But, like, he just, his shorts wow. are short. Those are super short shorts. Yeah. He's like, I just want you to focus on the body, but by... Wearing shorts, shorts like that, your eyes just go to his to crotch. The junk. Yeah, yeah, every time. D- is that like that for men too? I mean, for me, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, yeah. Your eye just like jerks right to it. Like, <laughs> Can't miss that. Yeah. I want to do some of these. Mm. Well, you can. I've seen some of your Instagram videos. <sighs> yeah. You know, I think it's more important to like just Shavasana or like an easy supine twist, not the crazy shit. But like you can't just lay on your mat and then post that and people be like, yay, yoga, you know? 
It's true. You're yeah. exactly right. But I think it's helpful for someone who doesn't feel very flexible or very mobile or, you know, they haven't done yoga before to see like, oh, well, I can start there. Yeah. I can do that. And I've thought about that because I think that's an excellent point. Like everybody can do Shavasana and Shavasana's kind of, it's not where the magic happens, but magic happens. There. Like it's, it resets everything. It's good for your body. Tell everybody what Shavasana is in case Shavasana they don't know. Shavasana is corpse pose. It's basically, you look like you're dead. <laughs> See, are closed, we can all play You're breathing dead. normal. Yeah. You just, shoulders are relaxed. Your feet flop to the side and you just breathe. It's a good one. And I guess if, you know, you had a good body and you did it naked on Insta, you'd get a follower. But I just, I hadn't gone there yet. Well, yeah. no, but that swimsuit <laughs> that you had on yesterday. With the dagger with, on my butt. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you did Shavasana in that swimsuit, I think you'd get quite a few likes. Well, I have a pool outside, the little AGB one. We can, we can try it later. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get full on laid out corpse pose in that pool That's that true. I saw back there. Yeah. <laughs> So I just wanted to follow up on last week's podcast and conversation that I had with our friend Carly. That was a good one. Yeah. She is so good about helping us get mindful around food and because that's one of the things that all these women mostly and women our age whose bodies and metabolism are changing that they start being concerned with, oh, well, you know, I just remember cannabis made me hungry and I'm not trying to get fat right now. But I'm like, well, that bottle of wine is doing that for you. Right. So just trying to help people understand how to be smart around food. And when I think about someone who I think does an excellent job of incorporating cannabis into their life, but also taking care of all the other aspects. Yeah. Still giving yourself wine in the middle of the afternoon. Actually, it's not. It is. (laughs) PM, not AM. Two glasses of wine a day, according to the Blue Zones, will get to be Centurion. So Um, how's my mic? Check my mic. I'm just turning you up a little bit. Turn me up. One, two. Um, Rump shaker. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I have a hair in my mouth. Um, I have a, I like did. A, oh. I did. It's from this hairy pillow. That it's called I've, a poof. Okay. It's a yoga poof. I'm going to trademark that. I think it already exists. Probably. But anyway, I digress. So you are a perfect <laughs> <we> example. <laughs> oh my God. I went back and listened to podcast 10 the first time you and I got together when I was just getting this party started uh, and trying to figure it all out. Learning to fly. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm about to do, I'll have my 100th episode in August. What are we going to do? Do we get cake? Ooh, if yeah. you make me a coconut cake and bring it to me in San Francisco, that would be awesome. I could make that happen. Yes. High five. When is you it? heard it here. Well, August, I'll actually be in Calgary um, uh, on August 5th when podcast. Are you going 100. to Canada because Trump's president? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good place to escape. I am. Uh, I'm working on some fun little cannabis projects up yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, you were telling me hey, about one last the night. The whole like world that. deserves to be casually baked, right? Uh, the whole world. Everybody needs a little Jopra. <laughs> yes. So you are going to help Jopra today. Uh-huh, because I'm the perfect example of momfulness. Well, nope, you're not. That would be- <laughs> but you're a great example of someone who knows how to enjoy life, who does consume cannabis, who eats really good, but then also has no problem 
diving off of the healthy bandwagon and eating Maudie's when you need it to recover from a hangover. Cause Fried you had chicken too. Yeah. yeah pizza. So you also teach yoga. Mm-hmm. And I just think we all should strive to be able to have all these different spectrums in our personality and in our day. And so <laughs> I just wanted to talk about how you use cannabis and how you are able to balance all that. And if you think that cannabis is a catalyst for it, I think a couple of things I was trying to take mental notes because she didn't provide me with a pen and paper while you were talking. Um, First off, I think I do good with food, especially now dating 6'5", 250. You can't eat like him. So you have to be extra mindful. Some days I think I'm Sybil as far as how many personalities I have. Um, But I do do good, I guess, between the being mindful of what you eat. And yeah, if you are mindful of what you eat, when there is fried chicken or Maltese or pizza or burger, you can do all that. Mm -hmm. And you get on your meditation or you're moving every day. Yeah. So do you think that people can meditate and be mindful on the move? Yeah. Okay. So since we're, I feel like I'm plugged in, (laughs) I feel like I'm getting a treatment. Um, I can't run to my bathroom and get the book that I want to get to answer your question. Michael Stone was a psychiatrist, but he's also a yogi. He passed away, but he said, and it's my favorite part, and I use it in class regularly, is you're always doing yoga. Yoga is a baby on your hip. Yoga is drinking wine with one of your best friends. Yoga is doing your TPS reports. Yoga is being in the, is being here now and just breathing. Like that's mm-hmm. yoga. It's not pretzels and flamingos and legs behind your head and like that's cool but like looking like a flamingo isn't the goal you know what right. I mean so yes you can be mindful 24 7 that shavasana it's in teaching yoga shavasana the corpse pose is the hardest pose anybody does it is easier for them to get their leg behind their head or stand on one foot than it is for them to lay on their mat you know what the difference is being mindful Mm-hmm. that's the whole problem. I guess sativa or indica or whatever, like some are going to keep you more mindful than others. I think CBD is good because it keeps you at that, like I'm at peace. Mm-hmm. And I think when you're at peace, you're less of the fluctuations. So yes, I do think cannabis is helpful with that. But then cannabis also makes you go off on tangents. Yoga helps keep you mindful. Yes. Yeah. But I think I answered the question that time less like a politician and more like a true answer. You know, like I answered the question. Yeah. It was your stream of consciousness. And it was good. And we are, we are (laughs) casually baked as we. I'm not. No, 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 no. It didn't work. Oh, you're beyond casually baked. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know you're not less than. No, I'm I'm good. But anyway, we digress. So. Ted talk. I, when you were say when you were saying that, I immediately sucked in my yeah. belly button and you know put my shoulders back, kind of pinched my shoulders back because it is in every moment in all the micro choices that we make, there's an opportunity to make yourself feel better, to tighten your core, to breathe through a you know interesting phone call or whatever you know. Yeah. And I think that when people do that most regularly, they're high. Yeah. I think people that consume cannabis or, you know, maybe they microdose psilocybin, they microdose mushrooms. I think people like that are able to be in that flow of just being a mindful human. Yeah. I think, yes, Absolutely. But then it's like, I think back to my yoga teacher training and we talked about that, like being in your right mind and being in your, like, or your other mind. Like there's, it's almost like the, like there's two minds and it's with yoga and your breath can achieve a high, like you've never had with drugs. Like, like when, especially when you're high with the right person, 
mm-hmm. we do that well together. Yes. Like we are hilarious, but we're funnier. Or like the food we always go and eat, like we like good food, but like it elevates it or mm-hmm. just, or yeah, it just, it kind of makes it extra, but like not in a stupid way. Like before right. that was, yeah, extra good. So we're funny, but we're even funnier when we're hilarious. High. We love food, but we really love food. Like I we, come up with good recipes, but yeah, it's just better. Like it's more fun. It's sillier. Well, and I agree. And I think that being a more playful human is, yeah. is just better for us. I think it's better for our health. I think people that have chronic health issues and, you know, debilitating disorders. I think if those people, you know, besides the eating right and, you know, taking your supplements and using the cannabis protocol that works for you, laughing and having a good time keeps you healthy. It makes you healthier. best medicine for sure. Yeah. I mean, we do that a lot together. And, you know, I try to laugh as much as I can every day. I mean, if I am feeling low, I'll turn on some Dave Chappelle. Like, I need to laugh. Bridesmaids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel like a couple of things, like just breathing's good for you. Laughter. Putting, like, you smoke things from the earth, put good food from the earth in your body, not processed. And then... In yoga, always scoop your tailbone under and tuck your belly button in towards your spine. And like, that's all you need to know. That's a a life well lived. Yoga. Yeah, what off the rails. What do you put in your green juice? I know you, this is your like secret recipe. Will you share it with us? Um, no, it was called, I was spending too much money at Juice Land every week. So I bought a refurbished Vitamix and then brought their menus home. Um, and then, <laughs> and it got smart. really expensive <laughs> because I didn't need to have everything in my fridge or pantry that they had on their menu. Um, so I bought, I, I, I combined a few, but my go-to, and this is if I have everything, which I don't always, but goals to <laughs> put a little water in there. Cause you got to have some liquid to, to make it go uh-huh. boom. Um, and then I do a whole apple red, delicious, preferably Brayburn would be second except for the core. Cause apparently apple seeds have arsenic. Who knew that's yeah. Crazy. Hot tip. So hot tip, hot tip. <laughs> Don't eat the seeds. <laughs> Don't let them get in your pie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I take an apple and I core it and I take a whole lemon and these are organic and washed, obviously, because we're putting the peel because a lot of the, the nutrients, okay. yeah, the, the, a lot of the nutrients hide out on stalks and peels. Yeah. Well, like limonene is the, the terpene that's in that lemon. Ah, yeah. And lemon's alkaline in your body. And if you're alkaline, cancer can't grow. So, um, so a whole apple, a whole lemon. Then I grab bunches of cilantro. I prefer flat leaf parsley, but I'll use curly if they got it. I like the lacto kale, big O handful of that. Um, broccoli. I like the flowers. So I use the stalks. Also, that's where a lot of the nutrients are. Broccoli is a phage and that's anti-cancer. So that's cool. Um, and then I do the turmeric and the ginger root and shave mm-hmm. off the peel and then about a thumb okay. in there. Of each one? Of each one. Okay. And then I do, ooh, I learned how to core pineapple. Um, and so I bet pineapple makes that taste. It's edible. Yeah, yeah. right. I was so like, lot makes of it taste worth the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Put some celery stalks in there. I do half a cucumber. Which is embarrassing when you just have to go to the store to get the cucumber. <laughs> you get a lot of them. Take a um, good one. Yeah. So I take half the cucumber and take the, obviously, the waxy stuff off. That, some celery stalks, and, um, ooh, Himalayan pink sea salt, and um, black pepper to make the turmeric go 
And that's beta-caryophylline in that black pepper. No, beta-caryophylline. Yeah, I think that's probably all I put in there. Right on. Garlic. Oh, 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 oh. oh. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, sorry. I like to do a heaping spoonful of virgin unrefined coconut oil because it's good for your brain. Mm-hmm. So that's your MCT oil. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's good for your brain. You need cholesterol to make your brain work. It's good for your hormones. Um, and then the last thing I do, because it's right when you smash it or cut it, is where those natural killer for your immune systems, like garlic. Okay. One clove because vampires. Yeah, so, but just sales, one. Jesus. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> And, and do you, you do you it. make it every morning or do you make a big jug of it and do it like every few so days? So enzymes are freshest when you do it in the moment. You know, be here now. Okay. So no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'll sometimes, um, if I have a few ounces that won't go in my Yeti, I'll um, stick them in the fridge for after a workout or something. But no, mm-hmm. I do it day of. Okay. But a lot of people for compliance, um, a pharmacist I used to work with, he did it for the full week because he knew if he didn't, he wouldn't drink it. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. wasn't already ready. Mm-hmm. So, and that's better than nothing. Right. But nothing comes out of a bag like God made it. They brushed it off and they put it in the produce aisle. It's yeah. not Del Monte or right, right, right. whatever those people are that package kale and stuff. Yeah. Blasphemous. Dole. Dole. The Dole family. <laughs> Somebody was just telling me interesting trivia about how Hawaii was. Dole in uh, Maui. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of pineapples. Dole is the reason that they're the 50th state. I just want to let everybody know if they can hear it. It's on Spotify. But I made one hell of a playlist, didn't I? I mean, we had Lizzo and Nell Queen. Come on. You won't really be able to hear it because these are pretty badass microphones. Well, if you can hear me talking, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) You're a hot mess. I get edited. It's cute. All right. So tell me. I make her work. (laughs) I know, right? Really, seriously, editing this shit takes so much longer with her. But I am starting to get to where I'm trying to edit less. Yeah. Because I'm just practicing for doing live radio. (gasps) Yeah. You're me, Howard. Oh. You're not that offensive. No, I'm not that offensive. And I'm like glass half full. Yeah, you're positive. I mean, I'm like cup runneth over. You're Who more John kidding? Stewart. Yeah, but, yeah. but I guess if you have to be on a, a radio. Why can't I just be, be Jopra? Jopra, yeah. You could, yeah. And then just do whatever the fuck I want. I think that's what makes mm-hmm. you Jopra sexy to me is that that woman does whatever she wants. That's what that says to me in my head. Yeah, she does. She's kind of a big deal, yeah. So when you were talking about your different brains, yeah, like when I'm in work mode, I am thinking through my Joper brain. Yeah. And then, you know, whenever I'm being silly and playful or whatever, I'm Jojo. Yeah. You know, I'm, that's who I am with you. I thought you were Joe New, piece of carrots. Well, Joe New no. in the <laughs> summer. This is totally off topic and I apologize. You have good hair. It's very thick. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's but no, I do. I feel. Oh, I washed mine yesterday, but I don't. I didn't get it wet in the pool, so I'm good. I like her pool. Yeah, Crystal's yeah. got a good pool. Which actually, um, we should talk about the pool. Well, just the this idea of having elevated, having elevated experiences, <laughs> and so you know, some people they don't want to go and go to a gym and go into a room with 50 other people to do yoga when they're like, uh, well, yeah. And a lot of people can't get out of that judgment mindset. 
And so even though nobody is looking at them mm. and nobody gives a shit what they're doing or how they look in their pose, everybody's so worried about being judged. So that whole judgment thing, this is what I eventually, if I can get that halo and stuff working, what I want to do with Namaste Y'all Yoga is do the yoga for the people with all the people. Like that whole y'all means all thing they got going on at the Austin Motel, you know, like seriously, this is the message that I think everybody needs, whether it's who you love, how you feel about your body, if you're judging in the yoga thing, like this, this is the business. Perna. It is Sanskrit. It means whole, infinite, complete, perfect. Like, Perna, coming into that room to do yoga, if your pose, and I don't mean this ugly, but looks like dog shit, like, Perna, you're doing it. Or if yours looks like Instagram needs to photo shoot it, perfect, that's yoga, Perna. You're perfect, just as you are. So don't, so come into the room and do the yoga, nobody cares. And I like the message of yoga being for everybody everybody yeah whether you your body is a 300 pound body or a 130 pound body everyone deserves to be able to be on the mat at the same time in the same place and and we all need to probably do a better job too of helping other people feel supported mm-hmm. in those spaces yeah yeah I mean when somebody comes in my class the the guy I told you that gave me the the cool wine glass he came in and he I was amazed at how quickly as a not an older person because he's probably 30 or whatever you know what I mean like just mm-hmm. not a or less bendy past 15. You know what I mean? Like, but he came yeah. in and he was like, I'm new to yoga, but I know I want to be flexible. He was an accountant, you know, he sits and, uh-huh. and he, in a very short span, had a beautiful, a beautiful practice. And it wasn't that he could do the poses well. It's you could see on his face when he got what the pose should feel like. Mm-hmm. And his poses did look really good, but it was the journey of the, Oh, I hate that word journey, but it, but, but he, it's like, he came in not knowing how to do anything and being very self-conscious and Mm -hmm. not wanting to do faster yoga or flow. It was like, how do I do it? I like that. And I replace the word journey a lot with adventure because it makes your day and every moment more exciting. It's like this day is an adventure. I don't know what exactly is going to happen. But it's going to be fucking awesome. That always reminds me of Adventures in Babysitting when she throws the knife down. She goes, don't fuck with the babysitter. And I'm like, yeah, that. that is, I like adventure. Can I steal that? Please. Because I hate use journey. It. I feel like, whoa. Yeah. Well, a journey, it kind of feels like woke now. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, everybody can say they're woke or they're it's not. lit. It's just like, oh, what does lit. that even mean anymore? Yeah. But so when you mentioned the accountant. Yeah. Do coming into class, what are some things that people who are stuck in an office and maybe, you know, they have to work late and there's no way they're going to get up at 5 a.m. to get to a yoga class. What are some things that people can do in their office to make them feel like they've gotten a little bit of a workout and a stretch and it's a moment of mindfulness? Okay. I say before their feet ever hit the ground, you could happy baby or you could supine twist, you know, so happy baby, you're just bringing your knees in kick your covers off and just kind of be a hat, like do what babies do. You put a smile on your face. Great way to start your day. Pull your knees down. Maybe you're stretching out, roll on that low back. I guess that depends on how firm your mattress is. Mm-hmm. You can always take your knees to one side and look over the opposite shoulder for a supine. That's great for your spine. Then once you get to work, if your company's super cool, ask for a standing desk. Mm-hmm. If they say no, okay, I have a stability ball. And when I went to a day job, 
we it was a startup so obviously all not all the chairs matched and so I sent my chair down the line and I went to academy or something and I spent $9.99 and got a ball and I sat on that every day so my especially in heels it was precarious so like it engages your abs or you're sitting up with better posture because it's hard to slump on one of those. It'll roll out behind you. Mm-hmm. And then if you have a small office and nobody's looking, so I'll add the office or in the bathroom, stretch over it like a wheel, like a bat bin, you know, stretch your back that way. I always love to, if I have like, so if you're sitting in a chair right now or you can picture it like left foot on the floor, like my left leg, I'm sitting normal at a chair, take my right ankle over my left knee and then drop my right knee down to the earth. And that gets into that right hip. Yeah. That's sore from sitting at a desk all day. Obviously do the opposite side. What about some stuff for that text neck? Oh yeah. I always love just some simple (laughs) inhale your shoulders up towards your ears, exhale them down your back, belly button to spine. You're sitting up straighter. Um, even just little, ear to shoulder but like it's how do you point your chin because that's like when I point mine down it's like oh relief but when my chin's up it's oh that's a crick so I'd say child's pose if you had depending on your office right I'd say the biggest thing is go into your office bathroom (laughs) they have one for all genders or all the all the diaper all the things and you can go in there and it's a little bigger go to that one lock the door Inhale really, really big and like arms over your head as you inhale, really fill up. And then as you exhale, let it all go, like hands come down, your knees bend (sighs) like three to nine to 12 times your boss, you'll no longer, your mouth won't be bleeding from biting your tongue and your eyes won't hurt (laughs) from rolling them. Do you know what I mean? Like that would be my office. You can do it in a stall. It's a little cramp. Don't hit your head on the tampon box. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say breathing being the number one thing. Another one I like is to breathe in like a four or five count, deep inhale, belly fills up on the inhale, and then retain the breath. So you're not holding the breath. You're just kind of retaining it. Mm -hmm. And then exhale out through the nose, and it's longer than your inhale, like a four, five, six, seven count, just really slow. That's the best yoga at your desk. And then I would say if you're sitting in your chair to take... Like sit up really tall on your inhale and as you exhale, maybe the right hand to the left knee and the left hand behind your left hip in your chair and just kind of sit up tall and inhale and then just keep twisting that low back on your exhale. I'd say that would be good chair stuff you could do. Mm -hmm. If Susie or Barbara or Linda, whoever it is, (laughs) your cubicle (laughs) aisle is really pissing you off, you could always bring your hands to your heart center. That's Anjali Mudra. It's my favorite one. It's the Mudra of Gratitude. You're getting paid rent and you're not on a pole. Like, <laughs> bring some joy. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, but I would I say that it. would be good. The good office yoga. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing that I tell my friends that have to commute into the city yeah. and they are like, I don't have time to meditate in the morning like you do. I tell them to take four or five minutes in the car mm-hmm. before they get out of the car to go into the office and either <laughs> yeah. do those deep breaths or just and just have five minutes of quiet time without your phone, without your kids asking what's for breakfast mm-hmm. or, you know, your dog or boyfriend not doing what they should have that morning. <laughs> you know, like whatever it is, just giving yourself a few minutes of just silence and like set your intention for the day. Promise yourself that you're going to make time 
during your day to move around and do some of these exercises and things like that. I think that really changes someone's, well, that hell that changes the rest of their day, really. Yeah. And ultimately yeah. their life. Well, that's so that was <laughs> why I was interested in doing yoga and it benefiting the homeless. It's because I, I wanted to teach, I wanted to mats because I know it's not going to help with the hard ground a lot, but it might help a little. But at the, the meditation, the breathing, because everybody's always like, you don't have to wait for a new year or a new month or a new week to start your diet or start your what. And it's the same thing with the breath. Like our breath is not an upgrade or an aftermarket something you have to purchase. Yeah. This isn't extra. We came equipped with it. Yeah. Right. And when you use it, it can you can calm everything. Like by using your breath, you can you reset every powerful creator. You are a new person with each breath or like and that's what makes me so mad when I lose my shit. And mm-hmm. I lose my, like, I wasn't kidding about being Sybil. Like, I got all the personalities. <laughs> I have all the personalities. And so it's like, and I teach yoga. And so, so often, like, I feel like such a fraud. But it, it is, it's such a choice. We so, teach what we need to practice. Right? Yeah, I'm crazy town. But it's the, the book I mentioned <laughs> at the beginning. It's, it's, you don't have to be in a yoga class or in a meditation. Like, as moms, like, I'm like, why get up and do anything before you have to like, Oh, I can do my yoga. I can make my green juice. I can, I don't have kids pulling on me. Right. So my, my meditation is different from like Shanda and Monica. Like they've got little people depending on them. Yeah. I have the time to sit on this and breathe. Yeah. They don't. And that's that book of your yoga is taking care of your baby or your yoga is the work that you do. It's being present while you do it. And that's your meditation is yeah. choosing to be, there then or now or in the moment. I like that. Yeah. I mean, and I think that also yeah. <laughs> lets people off the hook. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's just, we like, should get them that book. I think that's a good idea. It is though. It is letting you off the hook. Cause it's, everybody's like, Oh, I have to I have to have a perfect body. I have to eat right. And I need to meditate. Well, and you're taking, you're removing the judgment of yourself. I don't judge myself. No. And I think that that really transforms the way you show up in a space or, you know, I mean, I'm a straight shooter. I say whatever I want because I feel free to do that. And I know that I'm not doing it from an ugly place because I wake up every day and I do the work. And when I speak, it's out of curiosity, compassion, kindness, love, all of the good stuff, you know? It's interesting that you, and I don't, it's interesting that you mentioned that because like I'm good with me and I'm very comfortable to say whatever. And if I say it wrong, I usually, if, if I don't know I'm saying it wrong, it's the only reason I'm not apologizing. You know what I mean? Like everything from a place of pure love, nothing malicious. Or So when I say something, like yesterday I said something to a friend and I think they took it wrong. And it was like, oh, no, like, but 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 it is. It's, it's being comfortable with yourself and just being out in the world. And then it's like you can't help how other people receive you. Maybe right. if they smoked more marijuana, though, yes. or did some CBD and they felt better, they would receive me better. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's the other struggle right. is, are you a pain in the butt or are they just receive is well, and the things, they cannabis? Well, and the things <laughs> that you see before you are a reflection of yourself. So, right. you know, who needs that's to change what, where you just have to like this, whatever this is right now, this has nothing yeah. to do with me. And I really think that cannabis was the catalyst that helped me see that clearer and to be able to flip through the Rolodex of perspectives to find the one that actually felt good and Mm -hmm. was serving my highest good. 
Yeah. It's funny that we're doing this talk on yoga and cannabis. And what you just said is you said cannabis helps you get the clarity. And what gave me the clarity of your emergency is not my problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. That, what you're uh-huh. saying, what gave me that clarity is yoga. So it's like the perfect, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Yeah. Well, speaking of yoga, are we going to um, get on the mat? And you're going to lead me through a, a Namaste. class. Namaste. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So are real we going to do it like so that your followers can move with us or are we taking these no, off? No, 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 no. We'll take these okay. off so that I can be present with you yes, in this sorry, space. <laughs> but, but would you do us a favor and yeah. maybe shoot a couple of videos that are some little Scooby snack size videos for people to do at the office or something? And this is how she's holding me accountable to something I want to do. Thank you, Joe. Um, <laughs> yes. Maybe I'll get that halo working and maybe... Get a website done. Yeah. Well, but in the meantime. In the meantime, I can send them to you and you can send yes, them out. Yeah. They'll be on the, in the show notes at casuallybaked.com. Sh- I'm in the show notes. I'm a big deal. I'm in the show notes. That's right. Is Quentin and we'll in the be show able, notes? Quentin will be in the show yes. notes. Because he can, he's going to do some yoga with us. Yeah. So I'll also include a little bit more about Namaste Y'all Yoga. Yeah. And um, you know what? I actually want you to talk about this real quick before we practice. Your involvement, a community with yoga, Mm -hmm. like, you know, what inspired that and kind of explain what you're doing because it makes me so proud of you. Thank you. Well, I think it started years ago when we did the center dinners, mm-hmm. the, um, the outliers, Malcolm Gladwell, one of his books, one of the first chapters talks about Rosetta, Italy and how they moved and scientists couldn't figure out why these people were living so long because all around them, people were dying at normal. They basically weren't dying of everything that everybody else was. And they found that the thing that made them live so long and be so prosperous was the fact that they brought their community with them. They, and then my, I have three books on my, uh, my desk over there, the Bhagavad Gita, which is yoga, yoga is the yoga non-diversion of it's amazing. You should read it. On top of that is Vonnegut, if this isn't nice, what is? And above that is David Foster Wallace commencement speech. But if you, it, which are both gold, but the idea of them, the idea of the blue zone, the idea of the outliers is community. We live longer and we're happier when we have people around us that we love and love us. So I think, so I, tr- I do as much free yoga, community yoga as possible. And I'm trying to fill out my paperwork to be, um, there's a community in Austin that uh, people that are formerly homeless can live in RVs and tiny homes. And basically it's, they have community. And I think that's so important because I, I think a lot of people ended up, especially a lot of people on the streets, they didn't have, if you listen to their stories, it's not that they're just lazy, which of course some people are, but it's that they didn't have family and without family, they didn't have anything. Yeah. I mean, friends can be family too. It's however you define it, but you need But when a they were in that moment of need and something happened, they literally had no one to turn to and that's, or yeah. no one that could help them or, yeah. you know, cause there's a lot of people that have somewhat of a community, but it's sometimes they can't support you financially. My mom can help me, right? I am so fortunate that I have a mom that can help me. I've helped my mom. Like that's community, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's, I also know if I'm up the Creek, I've got a big, strong man I can call. And then I've got tons of girlfriends that I can call. And then I have extended family. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. And you're my family, you know, by default, you're my family because you're related to her and she's my family. You know what I mean? Like it's community and it's, that's everything. We need people. You can't do it by yourself. You need, you need community. I love it. Yeah. And 
someday soon, cannabis will be legal here and we'll have some elevated yoga experiences. Right. But with for our now, community. we'll just do it with CBD and smiles. That's right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, we, but in this room right now. Casually, babe. That's right. Namaste. All right. Namaste, y'all. Namaste, y'all. I sure hope you practiced patience listening to that. I mean, seriously, it's hard to keep it professional when Leslie and I are together. If you've got a good friend who says they don't have time for yoga or meditation, I encourage you to share this episode of the podcast with them. I'll include Leslie's lean and green juice recipe, along with some snack size yoga videos she created for us in the podcast 96 show notes at casuallybaked.com. I hope you're inspired to find little moments throughout your day for conscious breathing, mindful movement, and of course, laughter. In the meantime, connect with our community on social using hashtag casuallybaked. And, you know, slide into my DMs at Casually Baked with your can of curious questions to be answered on a future episode of the podcast. On a separate note, I have to rave for a minute about David H. from Austin, Texas, Thank you so much for your emails and for asking how you can make a donation to support my efforts. I'm so grateful you recognize the heart and soul I put into each episode of the show. Donations can be made via Venmo or PayPal to at Casually Baked. Namaste, y'all. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name is Kira Reed, and I'd like to invite you to be inspired by the women who are leading in the cannabis industry. Each week, we will discuss empowerment, leadership, and what it means to be a woman in charge in marijuana, hemp, and CBD. As the founder of the Women Empowered in Cannabis community, I have had the great pleasure to get to know many brilliant and talented women who are CEOs, executives, politicians, advocates, and community leaders that are focused on creating a cannabis economy that is just, fair, and equal. We'll learn how these women make decisions, how they navigate a predominantly male industry, and what they're doing to level the playing field for women. I hope you'll join us.